This is a production of the Ultimate Homeschool Radio Network. Welcome to the Vintage Homeschool Mom Show. Your host, Felice Gerwitz, is an author, a publisher, and your radio show host. She will encourage, educate, and inspire you with answers to your most pressing questions from homeschool, marriage, parenting, and much more. Felice loves to equip moms to live a Christian life because every moment counts. Be sure to visit her website at MediaAngels.com. And here's your host, Felice Gerwitz. Well, hi and welcome. My name is Felice Gerwitz and this is an episode of Vintage Homeschool Moms. And today, uh, this show is brought to you by MediaAngels.com. You can visit the website uh, for books classes as well as the ultimate homeschool expo where you can find box sets of convention seminars ready to go well today i am going to talk to you about a topic um that is very controversial and normally um i like to to stay away from the controversial um uh, sessions and it's funny because when I was younger I was all about the controversy and was very argumentative and I think as I've gotten older and more mellowed and more vintage if you will um, I tend to shy away from some of these things and one of the reasons is because in arguing things um, many times you have to agree to disagree and also I don't like heated discussions that are um, you know, wounding. So I love my fellow uh, Christians. You may not know that I own the Ultimate Homeschool Radio Network, um, where this show is coming from, as well as the others on this network. And so we have lots of different uh, denominations represented across the board. Uh, Many different Christian denominations, uh, non-denominational Christians, um, as well as Catholics. And so um, in the spirit of community, um, we tend to be uh, Christ-focused and really, um, you know, honoring to the Lord. And so um, in that way, we all can agree. And so this this show is going to be a little bit different. Um, if you think, um, you know, that um, Halloween is something you and your family want to continue to celebrate, and maybe you are thinking, I'm going to talk you out of it. That's not what this show is about. Um, I am going to share with you some of my experiences and um, pray that you um, will seek the Lord and what He wants for you and your family. And so if you've heard me speak before, that's usually where I come from, and it's usually from the heart. So um, bear with me here. And the topic today is why I don't celebrate Halloween. And um, I will get into a tiny bit of history about it, but what I will suggest is you go to VintageHomeschoolMoms.com, find the show Why I Don't Celebrate Halloween. Um, It is show 105, and so you can find that information there um, as far as additional links and things that I'm going to be talking about today. So first thing I am going to read um, is the origins of um, Halloween. And I got this from a website, and again, the link will be um, on the show notes. And um, it talks about the celebration of Halloween having dual origins. And the first is in a pre-Christian or Celtic feast that was associated with the Celtic New Year. And the second is in an attempt um, for the Christian celebration to kind of overplay 
uh, that pagan celebration. And it, it basically was um, a failed experiment, if you will, um, because all that remained of that was the fact that kids went out and um, are participating in trick-or-treating. So I'm not going to get into all of that, but just know um, that the origins of um, Halloween were by the Celtics who were not Christians um, at the time and they inhabited England, Wales, Scotland, Ireland and Brittany um, and and France and so it was celebrated um, in their New Year's Day or what it would be uh, their New Year's which would be our November 1st on our calendar and it was really prior to their conversion to Catholicism that these people uh, practiced this pagan religion that was controlled by a priest class known as the Druids. Uh, the Druids are most famous for the stone um, monument of Stonehenge, which we're all familiar with, and some other astro, um, astronomical calendars um, that remain um, in their former domains. So this is from uh, the notes uh, that you'll find in the show notes. So, you know, a lot of it was very uh, gruesome and, um, and, and very bloody. And that was one of the things that, you know, they did some of the things that, um, you know, they had big bonfires and that was driving away evil and darkness. They had their jack-o'-lanterns as a means of scaring away evil and so forth. And so, as you can see, some of these vestiges remain today and are celebrated. And so... The points I want to make today are basically four points. And the first is that Halloween, um, celebrating it or not, um, really has a deeper meaning. Um, and that is of replacing what was a pagan uh, tradition. And uh, so one of the things that um, I have to share with you is that I never did like Halloween. Did I never participate in Halloween? No. Um, um, as a kid, we did go, and it's really funny because uh, my brothers and I, um, when we lived in New York, then moved to Canada, then moved to Florida. So when we were younger and lived in New York, I don't ever remember celebrating Halloween. Uh, when we moved to Canada, I remember my mother asking me to take my two younger brothers out. And after that one night and that scary experience, none of us ever wanted to go out again. And the funny thing is, uh, flash forward to being married and um, peer pressured, if you will, by my mother-in-law, who couldn't believe that I wasn't going to let the kids dress up and uh, go out trick-or-treating because Grandpa loved the candy. And so um, I dressed up the kids in stuff they already had. I didn't even go out and purchase anything. Um, my daughter Christina had some, you know, dress-up clothes that she wore and Neil wore a cowboy hat and some, you know, holster with guns. And that was, you know, in jeans. And that was the extent of it. And we went around to my mother-in-law's neighborhood because she wanted her neighbors to meet her grandchildren. And they were, I want to say, um, you know, something like, um, you know, three and, and or uh, let's see, they were two years apart. So it had to be like two and four, something like that, because we didn't do it when they were younger. And they had the same experience I had when I was a kid, and that is it was scary and they never wanted to do it again. And my husband and I talked and we said neither one of us liked Halloween. In fact, we didn't just dislike it, we hated it. And, um, you know, not for any, you know, major Christian reason, just because we didn't 
it, it was as if our spirits were, you know, shouting out to us, um, you know, deep within that this was not something we wanted to celebrate in, uh, celebrate with or whatever. And so we really thought about it and prayed about it and then decided we weren't going to. Uh, so then uh, flash forward again and uh, a year or two later we were looking for some land in which to build our house. My husband is a builder and we had built our ho- a couple of homes that we ended up selling before we were done and so I told my husband I said the next house that we build please let's not sell it and let's move into it because we were living in a house that we had outgrown and and so you know we we found some wonderful land where we still live today and um you know my husband was in the process of of buying the land and getting our our plans made and you can imagine my surprise on the day after halloween when i opened the newspaper and i was reading about this horrific um thing that had happened and it was in this really nice subdivision where we were going to be building they had found a decapitated um, horse's head on a fence and I didn't piece together anything about that having to do with Halloween um, it wasn't cited in the paper it was just you know that uh, that they were investigating it and um, the people um, you know were horrified that this had happened uh, to their horse because one of their horses had been taken and I don't even know how do you um, you know have a horse stolen I, I don't know and I know it happened in the wild west but you know here we are civilized and there are um, houses that that do um, have stables on their property and horses around where I live so it's not unusual in fact my new neighbor now has um, a horse and some little tiny miniature horses um, and often we find a horse in our backyard uh, that has to be brought back to its owner so it wasn't you know that I, at the time of course I didn't live here so I didn't know but it just um you know was was horrible and I thought to my husband really we're going to build in the subdivision and he said you know this is a really weird thing and they're going to get to the bottom of it and I'm sure this doesn't happen often and to this day thank thank God I've never heard of that happening again but then again uh something else happened uh that brought back that memory which is why I, I was sharing that story with you and so uh, we were part of a of a prayer group that gathered once a week to pray. And um, during one of the um, sessions, you know, from time to time we'd have a speaker, but it was more um, concentrated prayer, praying for families, praying for each other, and just, um, you know, I, I called it like a supercharged session uh, of, uh, you know, praise and worship. And, and it was really wonderful. And from time to time we'd have a speaker. So... Uh, this one time we had a speaker and she spoke out against Halloween and, you know, we were sitting there listening and, you know, really we didn't need conviction one way or the other. In fact, we had friends that celebrated Halloween and, um, you know, I remember saying, you know, you don't think it's scary? Oh, no, we love it. And we just love that it's a spoof against, you know, um, Satan and it's great and, you know, whatever. And we had par- participated in some of the harvest parties where the kids um, could wear costumes if they wanted. Um, and, you know, my kids chose not to. And we would have, you know, a big, um, you know, dinner and roast marshmallows and that kind of thing. 
And so, um, you know, we've not really celebrated in any kind of formal, you know, All Saints Day or, or any of the, you know, the other things, you know, where p- the kids can dress up as, as someone who's passed beforehand, who um, was exemplary, you know, like a Mother Teresa or uh, St. Francis or or something like that. And so um, at this prayer um, meeting, this lady that was in the audience and, you know, she had long, uh, straight, like white blonde hair and was, you know, pretty thin and, and was, it was kind of gauntly thin. And, um, you know, in fact, I kind of thought, I wonder if she's here for prayer because, you know, maybe she's ill. And she had been quiet the whole time and she was a guest of, um, one of the people that attended frequently. And she kind of raised her hand and said, uh, can I share something? And of course, you know, she was allowed to. And what she shared was growing up um, on Sanibel, which is an island that is uh, perpendicular to uh, Fort Myers. And so it's off the coast. And she had grown grown up with a mother who uh, was a professed witch. And in fact, at that time, and this is quite a few years ago, she said there were eight witches' covens there um that were very very active and as I tell you this I get goosebumps but because I can recall the event and I just thought it was kind of surreal you know when you're listening to something and you're thinking this can't be happening and so she went on to share that um you know her upbringing and I won't get into details of some of the things she shared but one of the things that she shared that put the pieces together for me was that often there was um animal sacrifice And she shared that as a child, she really, really hated that. And she said, especially one time when it was a horse and, um, you know, they removed the horse's head. And that just brought back the memory of what I had read in the paper that had actually happened in my subdivision. I don't even know to this day, did they get the whole horse back? Did they only get the head back or, or what the situation was? But the timing was very similar Uh, to this young lady's experience as a kid. So it could have been that same situation because, like I said, the timing, my husband and I just looked at each other and we couldn't believe it. And, um, you know, and she shared that she had found the Lord, that someone had um, really been praying for her family and had known some of what was going on. And, um, you know, that that she had... um, you know, experience the black mass and things like that, that that is just horrendous. And so when we think about these things, you know, usually we don't think that, you know, well, yes, there are evil people that do evil things, but, you know, we're taking back Halloween by, you know, celebrating it on our terms, you know, which brings me to point number two, and that is whatever you do, it's a heart conviction. You know, I never, um, want you to do something because it's what you want to do. Um, I hear people say all the time, you know, well, the Lord really convicted me, um, you know, not to do such and such. And, uh, and so I took this drastic measure. Um, and I don't want to get into details of the one situation I'm thinking of. But it's just like, you know, God doesn't, God doesn't act like that. You know, God is God. We love and serve him and God remains God. You know, we can't change him by our love for him or uh, turning our back 
on him. And a lot of times I feel like we use this, we use the Lord as a crutch. You know, if we want to do something, oh yes, the Lord led me to that. If we don't want to do something, we say, oh yes, you know, the Lord led me against it. And, you know, God convicts us often to do things we don't want to do that we know are right. And that's what I want you to think about. You know, it's, if let's say that you really love Halloween and it's something that you enjoy and your kids enjoy it and and you want to do that and and you've prayed and the Lord has convicted you that you know this is really not you know or put this little um you know just unsettling that maybe you, you should look into it more then you should look into it more it doesn't necessarily mean it will convict you not to do it but um you know, in celebrating it the way it is set up in the secular world, um, it really is aligning more toward, you know, what the pagans did than what what we should be doing as Christians and as Christian leaders. Um, around here, often we won't go out to um, eat at the local restaurants because of the of the decorations it's just unsettling to all of us and so um, yes we had um, you know different things that we did uh, throughout the years and we participated in but when the kids got to an age where they didn't want to dress up anymore and I would say it was uh, you know probably around 10 or 12 you know, we stopped going to some of these events and we just have a, a quiet dinner at home or we have our own little um, get together. You know, if my kids want candy, we go buy candy. I'm not a big uh, candy or snack mommy. Uh, so, you know, they're, they're every once in a while during this time of the year, I will get them extra treats and things like that. But I just really think that, you know, um, you have to pray and you need to be um, in prayer and in agreement with the Lord. If you've never prayed about whether or not to celebrate Halloween and you do, maybe that's something you should do. The third is being Jesus-focused. Um, and that is really important. You know, just recently um, I was away um, at a conference. And so as I tend to do, I'll visit the local uh, Catholic church. And I told my friend, who is a sweetheart and drove me um who, who was a, a Protestant, a wonderful Christian lady. And uh, so she drove me and dropped me off and then came and picked me up. And I said, well, one of two things will happen. I'll either go and just be so blessed by um, the, the, the Mass or I won't, you know, depending on, you know, whether it's a very liberal bent or the sermon is off or, or something. Because you never know. I mean, and that can happen in any church, right? So um, I came back and I said, well, you know, 99% of it was just fine. And, and she said, well, what it, what's your, um, you know, what's, what was the issue? Or I don't remember exactly what we said. But, and I told her, I said, well, either a church is Jesus-focused or service-focused. And so you can be both. But if you're Jesus-focused, the service comes out of that, Right. And so that's one of the things that I find in the more liberal churches that they're only focused on service, you know, of how we should help others and help the poor. And um, a lot of times the service, the, the, the sermons are very service focused instead of, you know, concentrating on what the gospel message is um, that is read from the scriptures and 
and how, you know, God is showing us something in that. And then all of these other things will come from that. You know, the outpouring of service comes from a church that is Christ-focused. So that's one of the things I want you to think about, you know. Um, is your holiday celebration, you know, Jesus-focused or is it service-focused? Which brings me to the four major holidays that are celebrated, really, as a nation. And that would be Thanksgiving, Christmas, Easter, and Halloween. Well, let's look at each of these quickly. Thanksgiving is um, blessings for the abundance uh, and being thankful, right? Christmas is a celebration of the birth of Christ, or it should be. Um, Easter is the celebration of the resurrection. And then we have Halloween. And Halloween seems to be a celebration of ghosts, witches, and jack-o'-lanterns. And so that's, again, one of the things to look at. And um, I want to bring you point number four, but we're going to take a break and go to a commercial, and we'll be right back. My name is Felice Gerwitz, and I want to introduce you to my publishing company, Media Angels. I have a heart for homeschool families, and since 1994, I have poured my efforts into creating curriculum to support teaching science, especially from a creationist worldview to the homeschool community. My curriculum was selected by Kathy Duffy in her 101 top homeschool picks. Another labor of love is a three-book novel series specifically for homeschoolers with a creation focus, the Truth Seekers Mystery Series that I co-authored with my daughter, Christina. Media Angels represents uncompromising quality, not only with books, but with an online homeschool convention and this ultimate homeschool radio network with amazing show hosts. Along with books, Media Angels has produced an American history and an American government video series, as well as a family Bible study, Homeschooling with Proverbs. It has been my pleasure to mentor countless homeschool families and missionaries worldwide. I also enjoy mentoring aspiring authors with one-on-one coaching and the Information in a Nutshell series. If we haven't met, please reach out. I'd love to help you on your homeschooling journey, or if you have a book, help you getting that into print. I can be found on social media and look forward to meeting you. You can reach me at MediaAngels.com. Thanks so much and hope to meet you soon. Well, hi and welcome back. This is Felice Gerwitz and this is an episode of Vintage Homeschool Moms and it's episode 105, Why I Don't Celebrate Halloween. And I was giving you um, some of the points that I really wanted to cover in this podcast and the last here is number four, you can't serve too many masters. Think about our celebrations. Think about how we celebrate, you know, and I, I just named off four of the celebrations that take place with thanksgiving christmas easter and halloween and if we are not celebrating god in everything um that needs to change i mean even when i give a birthday card i always write something about the lord blessing you that year if you're on my um you know one of my facebook buddies and i say happy birthday to you i usually will pray a blessing on you Whatever we do as Christians in our lives, we need to show Christ to each other. This is such a hurting world. There are so many marriages that are crumbling. There are so many friendships that are crumbling. There is dissent within the church. There's dissent within the government. If you are a dissenting voice 
really think about that. Think about how you can give your life to the Lord and be that joyful voice, one that brings peace and love and joy to others. And really, the only way to do that is to serve the true master, and that is Jesus Christ. It is God in the Trinity, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. That is the only way that we can take back any holiday, any pagan feast or ritual by showing others the love of Christ. And let me just end with this. Um, One year after I had that experience with the White Witch, um, which is what she said her mother was, and she no longer was, so I really shouldn't call her that. But she had grown up, um, I think she finally left as um, a, a college student. And when she finally got away, um, it was as if the blinders had been taken away. And she had uh, people that were witnessing the Lord to her. And she said with so much love, because she said her dress was very dark and, you know, her hair was black. And I think she purposely had dyed her hair blonde now. And so... Um, after that experience, I had um, been in charge of a group at church, and I had a mom's group. And so when the kids um, were dropped off to um, the church for uh, religious education, I said, you know, to the lady who was in charge, I said, you know, these moms are just hanging out in the parking lot or standing around talking because um, at that point, the stores were not close by to just go even run to the grocery store was way out of the way. And I said, um, why don't I start a mom's group? And she thought it was a great idea. And um, we, we checked with our pastor and he thought it was a good idea. So I did. And all was great. I had, you know, 40-ish people coming um, just about every session. And so I decided to do one on Halloween. And I brought in the, you know, the uh, church history of how um, this was a pagan celebration and part of the attempt was to uh, turn it into a Christian celebration and it really didn't work and how um, All Souls Day and All Saints Day is celebrated in a commemoration of those who have gone before us, godly men and women who have uh, who served the Lord and so um I, I got these blank stares and I had this one, um, you know, inter, interchange with a lady who um, who was very, very upset. And like I said, in my younger days, I was more confrontational. And uh, a couple of days later, in my mailbox, what do I receive but a letter? And it was, you know, like in the movies when there's um if you've ever watched a murder mystery and the letter has cut out letters it was almost like that and it was addressed to wormwood gerwitz so if you've ever read uh c.s lewis uh you will know who wormwood is and if you haven't read c.s lewis i would highly um recommend all of his books which i love um but the book that I'm referring to is the Screw Tape Letters. Um, his most famous, which all of my kids have read, is Mere Christianity. And in this book, it is a conversation between Satan and his minion, uh, Wormwood, about how they can disrupt the Christians on the earth. And so um, it, it really was a great book because you got into the mind of the devil, if you will. And it talked about people... Um, you know, who were easily persuaded um, for for the devil and how Wormwood could 
you know, um, get with these people. Well, instead of just even saying I was one of those people, this person called me, you know, Satan's minion, basically. And so, of course, needless to say, I was very distressed. Um, she didn't confront me, whoever this person was. And just in case you're wondering, yes, I lost about half of the moms that came. Um, because I and, and in their defense, I probably was more, um, you know, condemning about the whole holiday. I am never one to say, well, if you celebrate Halloween, you're going to hell. I never uh, make that distinction because I am not God and I am not judging anybody based on the merit of what they do because if it is true that works do not save us then by what you do in that regard you know celebrating Halloween anyway I'm not talking about serious sin here um you know that's that's not up to me to judge you know it's it's up it's between you and God and truthfully um you know I don't think celebrating Halloween is um going to get you to hell Okay, that's just my take. But like I said, I'm not God and, and you know, and I don't know, um, you know, how the Lord treats these things. But going back to losing um, half of my moms and, you know, of course, I had to apologize to those that were left and said I did not mean, um, you know, to come on that strong. And they were 100% behind me. So it was like, you know, I was preaching to the choir with this group. But I did go to our pastor, and I let him read the letter, and he was had this big smile on his face, and basically said, well, welcome to the club. And I was like, what does that mean? Uh, not happy here. And he said, um, you know, whenever you are convicted to teach or preach something that the Lord has put on your heart, he said... Um, this is what's going to happen. And so, you know, we went through, well, why would someone send me a letter instead of just coming up to me? And, and you know, and he said, because you struck a nerve. And so they felt that this was a way to, um, you know, to get to you, and especially since they realized that you'd probably read the book. And so, you know, uh Dear friends, as you pray and decide what you're going to do with your family, if it's something that you're going to continue doing, you know, that's between you and your family. And the same thing with those of us uh, that have decided we're not celebrating Halloween. Um, you know, I, my heart goes out to my daughter because a lot of her friends uh, with little ones uh, tried to, um, you know, make this big deal about it. And um, and they don't understand the other side. So, um, again, it's something that is a personal decision, something you have to decide with your family. And as for us, this is what we've decided. Uh, so uh, with that, I'm going to leave you. But I am also going to be sharing with you next month a much happier topic. And that is how we can get ready um, for a busy time in our lives, whether you're listening to this um, right before November, which is when I'm recording, or some other time of the year, um, check out the podcasts in November. They're all going to be on de-stressing. I've had some great, uh, great interview with some of our, um, with a show host, uh, two of our show hosts, and I can't wait to play that with you. And then um, Meredith Curtis and I are going to do an episode on that topic as well. So if you're looking forward to um, 
are not looking forward to the holidays coming up and want some great advice about how to take it easy, uh, those are on the docket next. Listen, everyone, take care. God bless. I love you guys. Thanks so much. Uh, Remember to subscribe to the podcast. That helps us out so much. And go on iTunes and uh, give us a star rating. I might not get a good star rating on this one, but uh, hopefully you will on the show as a whole. Take care. God bless. And talk to you soon. Bye-bye. Thanks for tuning in to the Vintage Homeschool Mom Show. Visit Felice at MediaAngels.com and TheVintageHomeschoolMoms.com. Vintage Homeschool Moms is a production of the Ultimate Homeschool Radio Network.